All the time she looked for something, I do not know what. I am puzzled. What thing you look for? I ask. She laugh. You look for gold? I ask. She laugh. Then she says, That is none of your business, Charlie. And after that, I never ask any more. She has a small revolver which she carries in her belt. Sometimes on trail she makes practice with revolver. I laugh. What for you laugh, Charlie? She asks. What for you play with that? I say. It is no good. It is too small. It is for a child, a little plaything. When we get back to Dawson, she asks me to buy a good revolver for her. I buy a Colt's forty-four. It is very heavy, but she carry it in her belt all the time. At Dawson comes the man. Which way he come, I do not know. Only do I know he is Chekakwo, what you call tenderfoot. His hands are soft, just like hers. He never do hard work. He is soft all over. At first, I think maybe he is her husband, but he is too young. Also, they make two beds at night. He is maybe twenty years old. His eyes blue, his hair yellow. He has a little mustache which is yellow. His name is John Jones. Maybe he is her brother. I do not know. I ask questions no more. Only I think his name not John Jones. Other people call him Mr. Gervan. I do not think that is his name. I do not think her name is Miss Gervan, which other people call her. I think nobody know their names. One night I am asleep at Dawson. He wake me up. He says, "Get the dogs ready. We start." No more do I ask questions. So I get the dogs ready and we start. We go down the Yukon. It is night time. It is November, and it is very cold. Sixty-five below. She is soft. He is soft. The cold bites. They get tired. They cry under their breaths to themselves. By and by, I say, better we stop and make camp. But they say that they will go on. Three times I say better to make camp and rest, but each time they say they will go on. After that I say nothing. All the time, day after day, is it that way? They are very soft. They get stiff and sore. They do not understand moccasins, and their feet hurt very much. They limp. They stagger like drunken people. They cry under their breaths, and all the time they say, "On, on, we will go on." They are like crazy people. All the time do they go on and on. Why do they go on? I do not know. Only do they go on. What are they after? I do not know. They are not after gold. There is no stampede. Besides, they spend plenty of money. But I ask questions no more. I too go on and on because I am strong on the trail and because I am greatly paid. We make Circle City. That for which they look is not there. I think now that we will rest and rest the dogs, but we do not rest. Not for one day do we rest. Come, says the woman to the man. Let us go on, and we go on. We leave the Yukon. We cross the divide to the west and swing down into Tanana country. There are new diggings there, but that for which they look is not there, and we take the back trail to Circle City. It is a hard journey. December is most gone. The days are short. It is very cold. One morning it is seventy below zero. Better that we don't travel today, I say. 
else will the frost be unwarmed in the breathing and bite all the edges of our lungs. After that we will have bad cough, and maybe next spring will come pneumonia. But they are Chekakuo. They do not understand the trail. They are like dead people, they are so tired. But they say, let us go on, we go on. The frost bites their lungs, and they get the dry cough. They cough till the tears run down their cheeks. When bacon is frying, they must run away from the fire and cough half an hour in the snow. They freeze their cheeks a little bit, so that the skin turns black and is very sore. Also, the man freezes his thumb till the end is like to come off, and he must wear a large thumb on his mitten to keep it warm. And sometimes, when the frost bites hard and the thumb is very cold, he must take off the mitten and put the hand between his legs next to the skin so that the thumb may get warm again.